Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast here on a WTSP Wednesday. Thank you. Make Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. I am James Yarko, rejoined after a week off by my good friend and diehard Michigan Wolverine fan. Evan. I hate you so much. I and, just despise and, you at this moment. Uh, I didn't do anything to David, so I have to do it to you. That, oh, that's are- nice. I'm glad you you. you- well, you David, that relationship. David edits the show, so let's keep let's let's keep me on his on his good side. But of course, you can check out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at Eklosky WTSP and at Bucks underscore Nation. That's a, that's the last time I'm going to bring up Ohio State Michigan on this show. For today, Evan. you know, for like like a full decade, you could have brought it up, and it would have been a happy segment. Yeah, I know. Not I, this I, year. I never would have. <laughs> I thought it was mother bleep. Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I I have to find joy in in the little things, and yeah. Illinois football brings me no joy at all. So. You're lucky you're over there because your tooth would look like Vita Vea's right now. My tooth used to look like Vita Vea's until I got <laughs> fixed thanks to being a hockey dad and taking a puck to the face. Yeah. But uh, let's talk Buccaneers. We're not here to talk college football. We're not here to talk Tampa Bay Lightning or, or Vita Vea or my son's hockey team. Let's talk <laughs> Buccaneers. We can talk about Vita Vea. He fits. Well, yeah. Not, not his, his tooth. Not his not tooth. His got tooth. it. Um, okay, so they're coming off of a win in Indianapolis. It was a, a fun game to attend, be in the house there, and and really, if anybody has the opportunity to go to Lucas Oil, what a fantastic venue, great atmosphere. I highly recommend it. But taking a look at the football side of things, the Buccaneers looked terrible in the first half. They're down by 10 points at halftime. They storm back. They take the lead. The Colts tie it. They march down the field. They take the lead again with 20 seconds left. And I mentioned that this reminded me of the Falcons game last year where Tampa Bay was down 17 to nothing at halftime. They were down 24 to seven in the third quarter. They come back and they win the game 31 to 24 in Atlanta. And of course, this was the second game after the bye week because they come out of the bye, you know, Go into the bye losing three out of four. Come out of the bye, beat the Minnesota Vikings in a very ugly game. Then you had this Atlanta game. And it it seemed like everything turned at halftime for that one, where it it was a statement game by the team, and it was a turning point for the team. Do you view this win by the Bucks in that same lens? Yeah, I think that's actually a a very – Good analogy. Obviously, that one happened later in the year, but I feel like that's what the team feels like. Now, the only problem is that Falcons game really catapulted them into the playoffs. This win is going to wear off before the Bucs can get there. But I will say, if 
if the Buccaneers do make a run to the Super Bowl, I do believe we can hearken back to that game and say this was the ultimate turning point in the season where we realized that Tampa Bay was going to get it done. So to that degree, 1,000%. And Tom Brady on his podcast, he even mentioned it. Just, you know, sometimes you need to get punched in the mouth and this team has to show its mental toughness. And what are you going to do? You played a, a, a poor second quarter, arguably one of the worst second quarters we've seen from this team the entire season. Leonard Fournette obviously has a great halftime speech. And, uh, you know, not only did Lenny step up in the locker room, but then he backed it up with his play. And I think that is so important because for everybody else in there, when you're kind of down and out and saying, oh, no, here we go again, and you have a dude who's going to talk to talk and walk to walk, well, you have somebody you can lead, uh, who you can follow their lead. And that that's what happened. You know, it, the, the most beautiful part about this was Tom Brady really was not a factor in this comeback. That was it, it had no, like, like Tom Brady is like, well below like any of my talking points. Uh, so it's really cool to see a, you know, Lenny say, this is going to be my game. Like we're, we're not losing today. Uh, and that we don't have to lean on Brady to always be the guy to do that. And then two, the defense, though they have holes, though they're not perfect, they're opportunistic. And the, the play that Antoine Winfield Jr. made is one of the best we are going to see this season from any player. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. My, my son was sitting there. Well, not sitting. He was actually standing screaming at the top of his lungs. You don't moss Antoine Winfield jr. Antoine Winfield jr. Mosses you. Uh, and I felt that was, that was relatively fitting. Um, if, if the bucks go on another championship run, I need, that Leonard Fournette halftime speech in the bonus features of the DVD. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we've now, by the way, we've added Lucas Oil Lenny to his yeah. his name, which is great because we need more we need more nicknames for Leonard Fournette. We absolutely do. Um, I don't know what the next one's going to be. I, I don't know. I, I got nothing clever for for the Falcons. I'm going to have to give it some thought and 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 check out the rest of the schedule, but I'm sure things will pop up in the moment as we, uh, as we continue through the season for F, more. F the Falcons up for net. There we go. Just right off the top of the dome. I don't know if there it's going to stick, but. <laughs> All right. Well, something else that people are, are really curious and, and wondering about is who's going to be the next coach of Notre Dame. And if you're confident in, in who you think is going to be named the coach, I'm going to recommend heading over to Bet Online. They have odds up for the next coach. Marcus Freeman is the leader right now at minus 200. Luke Fickle, fingers crossed uh, that yeah. it's Luke Fickle, plus 175. If you think Urban Meyer is a dirty, rotten, pathological liar like I do, <laughs> uh, he's at plus 900. Enough with the Ohio State hatred. I am sick of you. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a pathological liar, and, and even Ohio State fans are admit that. And if you think that Notre Dame and LSU are going to go full swap and Ed, uh, Ed Orgeron is going to be the coach of Notre Dame, plus 2,800, all of those over with our friends at betonline.ag. They have you covered all season 
with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. For basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. Evan, I barely made it through that ad read before I just started coughing like crazy. I am battling a cold and it is just absolutely kicking my butt. So, uh, yeah, we are going to let somebody else do the talking here for just a moment. We have a couple of voicemails from our listeners that are uh, one raises a, a really good question and the other one has a reaction to some of the stuff that we've already talked about. So let's go ahead and jump over to the voicemails, starting with our friend Anthony. Hello, this is uh, Anthony calling in with a question. Um, still pretty, not too high, not too low on this Bucks victory against a very good team, like you said. But um, I actually have a question. You know, Peter Report was saying there's a 99% chance we make the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure we win this division. Um, so at what point do we start to see uh, players sit out? I know throughout the season, load management is a thing. You know, you don't want your guys to get too burnt out. And we saw what Rojo looked like with fresh legs. So, um, you know, it'd be nice to get that one seed, but, you know, another another injury to the defense cannot be afforded right now. And um, I just was wondering if it's too early or if we do see some sort of heavy load management or, you know, even medium, what, what does it look like? You know, do we sit beat it out a little more than we need to? Do we, you know, Carlton Davis comes back, does he only play? Half the game, you know, we might see Godwin sit out for a little bit, maybe, you know, half. But, yeah, um, let me know what you think. Uh, I was just starting to wonder, since we're getting to that final stretch of the season, uh, my concern at this point is more about, you know, a healthy team. And we've seen what a Bucks healthy Bucks team can do. We won in Washington. We won in Green Bay. We won in New Orleans as underdogs. And, you know, I just, I just want that to happen again, and I want a healthy team. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Bye. All right, Anthony, thank you very much for the call. And it's it's a good question because, Evan, we've reached that point. You you look at the Bucks, who are a team that could clinch the NFC South with a win against the New Orleans Saints in just a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So we've seen the health problems all year. Antonio Brown has missed like five games in a row, six games in a row. You had Gronk miss extended time. Sean Murphy Bunting missed extended time. Carlton Davis, Richard Sherman. Uh, you lost Vita Vea for a, a game. You've lost Ali Marpet and, and Aaron Stinney in back-to-back games. At what point do you take a look at this team and you say, you know what? We're not worried about the one seed. We're not even worried about the two seed. We're in the dance. That's what matters. Let's make sure our guys are rested and healthy heading into the postseason. Uh, first off, not anytime soon. Uh, I understand the sentiment, but uh, first off, winning is very hard in the NFL. You know, I don't know if you need to go back to the Washington game, the Saints game, 
this Colts game, you know, despite what what they do to some teams at, at Ray J, winning is hard and it is never a given in the National Football League. And anytime you think that you can just stroll in and get the dubs, that's when you're absolutely going to get upset by the Jets, the Texans, the Jags, because uh, let me just say that right out of the gate. You are not er like you haven't earned anything until you are officially crowned the divisional champ. You officially earn your spot in the playoffs. So uh, first and first, you're not sitting anybody until the, the division is locked up. And as of right now, it is not. So this isn't even a valid question for me in, in, until that happens. So in like three weeks or so, then um, then I'll say once you have your playoff spot determined, then you can think about it. So what do I mean by that? All right. Let's say that the Cowboys and Rams continue to kind of fall off here and the Buccaneers are able to create some distance between them and, you know, the Cardinals don't lose. And it just looks like the Cardinals are locked in at that one spot. Um, at that point, if you're stuck at a two or a three seed, then yeah, it might not matter. But Bruce Arians has told us that last year does not matter going into this year. Now we can just say last year doesn't matter because it's a completely different team, which is one point, but also there were no fans really in the stands last year. So when you reference the Buccaneers on the road and getting it done week in and week out, you know, they did it with really nobody in the stands and Bruce Arians will be the first to tell you that that was not a realistic NFL playoff experience, which is why they had, the ability to go in there and play their game and not deal with some of the adversities that we're watching the Buccaneers play with this season. And remember last year, they didn't have a chance, this brand new team with so much talent, they didn't really have a chance to work on communication with raucous crowds. Mm -hmm. They're doing that this year. They're, they're learning on the fly and they only have a few more opportunities to nail it down before the playoffs, having home field advantage, is of the utmost importance. Having a buy is the most singular important thing that you can do. Go back to when before the buys were were um, when they were just two teams and not one team. You know, it was like um, I, I don't know the percentage, but it was a ridiculous percentage. I want to say it was close to in the 80, 90 percentile of you have a buy, you make the Super Bowl. You don't have a buy, you're probably not making the Super Bowl. So. This team desperately needs to finish one or two to at least have the ability to host uh, throughout the NFC Championship, the, the, the potential. And I say that because they are so good at home that that is their distinct advantage over you entering a matchup. Um, do they need to play every game at home to make it to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. They're a veteran group, and I believe in them. But um, look at the teams in the NFL playoffs and, and we the NFC playoffs, and, and we've done this. You have the Cardinals, the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Cowboys, and the Rams, all in one clump. Then it's the Niners and the Washington football team. And the Washington football team is tied with the Vikings, the Falcons, by the way, uh, the, the Saints, the Falcons, if they beat the Bucks, they could be in the playoffs. So, like, there is a lot riding on this game for Atlanta. And there's a lot riding on it for Tampa Bay, who's already dropped one divisional game, which puts them behind the eight ball with the Packers. 
who have not dropped a divisional game, which puts them behind an eight ball of the Cardinals. Or sorry, the the Cardinals have not dropped the divisional game. The Packers have already dropped one. So if you drop another one, you're now a game behind them. So let's hold off on that thought. I get it. There's a lot of injuries and you have to be smart with what you're doing. But if you're healthy and you can play full steam ahead, you know, you, you train all year for this. You have uh, 17 opportunities in a regular season to put your talents on display uh, based on 365 days of work or 350 something days of work, 349, whatever. I'm not doing the math right now, but um, you just, you, you just, unless we get the week 17, 18 and there are spots solidified, the train, the train keeps going and you play your dudes. Fun fact, Detroit Lions had a better record in the month of November than the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, speaking of yeah. that, Falcons. Don't like, don't like that. I do. I, I no, I mean, if you're the Rams, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if you're the yeah, Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of the Falcons, we do have a, a caller that wants to bring that up and, and reference something that I mentioned yesterday. We're going to get your thoughts on that here in just a second. So let's hear from Adam in Cumming, Georgia. Hey, David. Hey, James. It's Adam from Cumming, Georgia. Um, I know I hadn't called in a while, but I haven't stopped listening. Just wanted to give uh, give a couple thoughts. Uh, I love how you said that um, Falcons could be a trap game. So we got to stay focused and um, keep the gas going. And um, I believe if we could stop Cordell Patterson, um, we definitely – can win this. I mean, they just haven't been efficient without him. And now that he's back, they did a little bit better. Um, and also, I get to go to this game since I live outside of Atlanta. So I'm ex- super excited. I'm hoping that we, you know, bucks by 40. But anyway, uh, you guys have a wonderful day. And as always, go Bucks. All right, Adam, thank you very much for the call and have a great time at the game. Um, so, yeah, I. For David and my takeaways on Takeaway Tuesday, my second takeaway was this was the Admiral Akbar game, and David didn't get that reference. I'm not sure if you get that reference, but I'm a Star Wars nerd, so oh, I wanted to, I wanted to reference. Uh, it's a trap. So you you take a look. The Bucks have a tough road game against the Colts, who are fighting for their playoff lives. Then you get the Falcons, but then you have the Bills. And then you have the Saints in primetime at home. So this was the quintessential trap game, uh, in my opinion, for the Buccaneers. You're playing the lowly Falcons, but a lowly Falcons team that isn't very good yet is somehow in the playoff race, like you just mentioned. Do you view this game as as being one to really keep an eye on as, as being a trap game? So kind of, but I'm going to flip it on your head a little bit. Okay. All right. They just played the Colts, an AFC team. Now they're playing a divisional foe. Then they play the Bills, an AFC team, to then play the Saints on Sunday night. For me, the trap game is the Bills game. Because you know what? In the grand scheme of things, the Bills game doesn't matter. It's an AFC opponent. It's a great opponent. Um, If you lose that game... You know, it's tough to go perfect the rest of the season. 
but you have to win the divisional games. You're staring at the – I just mentioned it. The Cardinals have not lost a divisional game. The Packers have lost one. You cannot lose a divisional game if you want a shot at the number one seed. I know this team wants that number one seed. Any team in the National Football League wants this number one seed. I think they'll be better prepared for this game than they were the Colts game. And then I think they're going to win this game. We're all going to run away with the Bucs are back. They're going to stink next week. And then they're going to plow through the Saints because that's a game that doesn't matter. So, you know, the Bills, it's a, it's like that's the bad spot. The Bills are going to come to Tampa. Oh, you know, we believe we're a Super Bowl team. We're going to beat the Super Bowl champs. And the Bucs just are not going to enter that matchup with the same sort of gusto, it, it, even though they're home. I, like, I just see it right now. Like, just, oh, no, the Bills are Super Bowl contenders. The Bucs aren't what we thought they were. It just, I have next week as my trap. So teaser for next week when I pick against the, the Bucks. Oh, that's yeah. I, I've only done it once. I did it with the Rams. It's the only one that I've done on paper where I picked, I think, against uh, the the Buccaneers. So you, I'm, you wanted to pick Philly, but you you said that you I didn't bring yourself yes. to pull the so, trigger. The, the, and the agreement was if they lost to Philly, I couldn't take credit for it. So that's I <laughs> so I stuck with that pick. <laughs> Get the, I get the credit for the, the – I, I was worried about that game, and it, it, did, it did get close at the end. Um, but, you know, I still had to win last week. A lot of people were picking the Bucks to lose on the road last week in Indianapolis, even though they were favored. Um, so, and on the Blitz show, I was the only one to pick the Bucks. But, yeah, um, as, I, as I get back to the main point, I, I understand the sentiment. You're not completely wrong in thinking that. I, I think that's the common view. That's why I wanted to kind of flip it on you a little bit and, and present a different side of where I'm worried about more next week. This team's going to be locked in. They need to win a divisional game. All right. Well, we will get to uh, to some of your predictions here in just a moment. But first, we have to talk about some friends of ours in this holiday season. You can grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. And that, of course, is Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors that you're going to have a hard time choosing. You're going to go with raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket, throw one in your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Are you friends with Santa? Tell him to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings with so many flavors. They would make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you are going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on a WTSP Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, Evan Klosky on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks at EKlosky. WTSP, it's prediction time. So, Evan, it's time to pull out that crystal ball of yours. It hasn't been as as fiery hot as it was early in the season. Your your Gronk pick was a good one, you know, for your predictive player of the game. Your bold 
that close. That close on the bold prediction. If it wasn't for that final drive, John I know Hunter was not having a great game. It was really. I was like, they they just they let me down there at the end. I was like, they were so worried about defending the pass in that just, situation yeah. that the the running lanes were there for Jonathan Taylor, and you can only keep the best running back in the National Football League down for so long. Well, Bruce Arians says he doesn't care who the hell it is. Uh, nobody's going to run on the Buccaneers. So with that in mind, let's take a look at the Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons. And Evan, who is going to be the breakout performer, the player of the game in Atlanta? Uh, I'm making this a, a dual breakout performance. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have been been playing way too low. The Here's the thing. The Falcons, the last time they played the Bucs, Gronk was a big focus or should have been a big focus because he, he kind of went off against them. So what I think is going to happen is they're going to be like, okay, we got to stop Gronk, right? He has nearly 200 yards in two games since he's returned. So that's going to put focus on Gronk. That's going to leave Mike Evans and Chris Godwin maybe a little softer than usual, especially Godwin underneath. I think that's going to be there. But I, I really do think this is the game, especially if – um, Antonio Brown is back, but even if he's not, Scotty Miller still allows you to push the offense down the field and open up underneath because you have that deep threat back, something that Tyler Johnson really does not provide in that position. I like Tyler Johnson, just he's not a direct replacement to AB, like Scotty Miller is a direct replacement to AB. So I, I think I think Evans and Godwin, so this is going to be a, a dual pick, by the way, all right? Evans and Godwin. Both my players of the game, both are going to have 100 yards receiving. Both are going to have a touchdown. So I'm 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 guessing that that's also your uh, your bold there. Yeah, that, I'm combining it. Gotcha. It's a player a player of the game to a bold marrying them. Huddle I'm off. here for Man. it. <laughs> I am I am here for it. And look, the Indianapolis Colts said Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are not going to beat us. You got to figure out how to beat how to beat this Colts team without those two guys. They did a great job of shutting the two of them down. And the Bucks said, okay, well, here's a heavy dose of Rob Gronkowski. And here's a heavier dose of Leonard Fournette. And you're hundred percent right. Gronk played a huge role in the win against the Falcons earlier in the year. So if they say Gronk isn't going to beat us, okay, well then here's Mike Evans mm -hmm. and, and Chris Godwin. And if Antonio Brown is on the field, of course he was the one that scored the game winner last year in Atlanta in that huge come from behind win. So they're going to say, well, Gronk and AB are beating us this time. All right, well, then here's 13 and, and 14, and they're going to roast you. So I love it. What is your score prediction? So I, this is, again, going to go kind of boldish too. 30, 37 to 10 Buccaneers. Wow. And I I've like never – this is the, the largest margin of victory I've ever had for a prediction. But I, I've already I've already mapped out the next three weeks for you, right? Overreaction to the win against the Falcons, letdown against the Bills, beating the Saints. Roll this tape back when it happens. But that is, um, I really do think I think they come in against the Falcons and they just play with their hair on fire. And I want to let you know because everybody's like, no, Falcons are five and six. They're a better team than that. Let me go roll through who the Falcons have beaten. They've beaten the Jaguars. They've beaten the Saints after they played the Buccaneers and lost their quarterback. 
Then they also have beaten the Dolphins. They've beaten the Jets. They've beaten the Giants. Those are your five wins. Those are an ugly five wins. And not to mention, it's not like they were world beaters against the Jaguars. I think all of these wins have been within a touchdown or less. Yeah, they have been. The, the most they've won by is, is seven. So, um, you know, they recently lost by 40 to the Cowboys, and it was a look-ahead spot to the Patriots where I'm sure they wanted to kind of give them a dose of their own medicine from that Super Bowl way back when. And they still lost 25 nothing. So uh, I'm not a Falcons believer. I, I'm, betting, I'm betting big on the Buccaneers this week. As long as that one touchdown that you're giving the Falcons goes to Kyle Pitts, we're good. For the love of God, can sure. they give me some fantasy points, please? Yeah, why not? Cool. I mean, it, you know, it just we'll see. The uh, the Bucks were were fairly opportunistic the first time they played Matt Ryan and company. Yeah, um, I I do believe now that there's more tape on Cordero Patterson, they will be way more prepared for what they present with him versus Week Two when he was still sort of this. Oh man, no. Patterson's been a fun little gadget play. Like you know, it's like. He finally is broken out. Now there's weeks and weeks of tape. So uh, Todd Bowles, who I think has been getting some unnecessary slander on social media, um, questioning his abilities. Uh, and and I understand some of it to, to, to a small degree, but uh, we can save my defense of Todd Bowles for another day. All right. Well, what do we have on tap over there at 10 Tampa Bay and 10 Tampa Bay.com? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Blitz uh, still unrolling every Sunday, 1130 in the morning. Uh, we're joined by Simeon Rice, uh, me, Ryan Bass, Ben Murphy, and Simeon, uh, getting you ready for, for the upcoming matchup, whenever that is. And, and this week, I mean, you watch at 1130, you don't have to wait too long until the 1 o'clock game. So we'll have that cover for you also on 1010bay.com. You know, we have – Bucks coverage, lightning coverage, the Rays, big week for the Rays is we have a lockout brewing. Um, you know, by the time you listen to this, it's 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 on. So um, you know, we we have all your coverage at 10tampabay.com and and reach out to me on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Eklosky, Twitter you see it at the bottom of the screen there at Eklosky WTSP. And you know, I'm always I'm always down for a fun conversation with me. All right. And of course, you can check out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, at WTSP, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. 